Hello guys, welcome to Tree Park episode 3-0. Holy shoot, we're on episode 30. That's pretty cool, it's somewhat of a minor milestone. Uh, okay, so I first wanted to kick it off with uh, saying, hey, I recently watched the Bad Guys movie, and I'm sure it's been on everyone's Twitter feed and socials and stuff, because furry and bad wolf is pretty much all the rage, just like... You know, it's, it's very similar to when Zootopia was coming out, I feel. And, you know, Nick Wilde was all the rage. Judy Hopps was just everywhere. You couldn't get away from just seeing a whole lot of art about the movie, even before it came out, because everyone saw the trailer, and it was super hype, and then it even exploded when it came out. So I feel like it's very similar to, like, 2000... I think it was 2016 is when it came out. But yeah, saw the bad guys movie. I don't really know if I can go into much spoiler talk because this is actually based off of a children's book. Um, funnily enough, I work in the library as a day job and I haven't actually seen that book. <laughs> uh, it, it never really crossed my mind to think that like, oh, this was based off of anything. But a lot of these animal movies are usually based off of kids stories. It kind of reminds me of Ernest. That was a really fun one with the mouse and the bear. Um, but no, yeah, so getting back to the bad guys, it was a solid movie. And I just want to say first off that when it comes out on Blu-ray, I'm definitely going to get it. Uh, not just because I'm furry trash and just, you know, for the sake of getting it because of furry. But um, overall, the movie was a very fun ride. It felt I have a slight criticism about the pacing of the beginning of the movie. Uh, and the scenes felt a little bit jumpy for my liking. And I wish that there was a little bit of pacing that they they took some time to establish some characters before just hopping into all of the action that's more of my own personal opinion and sort of flow that i like but for what it is and what they were setting out to do for the movie it being a funny children's movie about action and a little bit of lessons to be taught about being a get a, a, a preconceived bad guy and then turning good etc like those were very simplified and not shoved down your throat throughout the movie but i'm i'm glad they they knew that the audience would understand it clearly that they were trying to say hey being bad uh is bad and you often embrace what people you know tell you to be but you don't have to be in the end that was the overall narrative of the story uh, but throughout the movie, it was more so just watching the characters be spontaneous and, and action-y and driving away from getaway scenes and, you know, cop chases and, and stuff. Uh, I really kept... <laughs> I really didn't want to, like, think about Zootopia in this way, but as just a comparison, I felt like the environments were a bit more moody in Zootopia and they had a lot more development in that case. But the bad guys was simply focused on the main crew and staff of the movie so i couldn't really harp on it too much because hey they, they set out to do, to do something very simply and i think they achieved showing what these characters could be and how well they were casted in terms of voice acting and overall the animation was superb it, it sort of crossed this uh if you've ever watched the peanuts movie the animated movie uh not the regular ones but the the big budget uh like it's sort of like 2d slash 3d style um they incorporated some 2d elements on 3d renderings and i felt like the expressions were so spot on it gave me like sort of akira toriyama vibes from the expressions he draws on like san goku and his series um they were super 
cute and charming and i think it made all of the characters even the side characters more endearing for just seeing them wild out when they get robbed or when they get angry or just super happy it was so charming to just watch a, a more over-the-top expression other than something that's a little bit more realistic so taking that artistic freedom to push the expressions of the characters is something that i've often felt like is a little you know dumbed down when it comes to children's movies or or animated movies sort of these days taking a more realistic photo photorealistic approach so keeping the cartoonish feel i think is like really nice to drive home the points uh and the, that artistic freedom uh should always be you know sung it's it's really cool uh so overall yeah just to reiterate the bad guys i think was a simpler movie than zootopia just to compare it to another furry movie but overall the characters were super fun to watch it didn't really feel like any one character was singled out or left out or overall not focused on if anything i would say the tarantula maybe uh <laughs> <laughs> the smallest character but everyone had a little bit of you know their 15 minutes of fame on the screen and obviously they focused on the big bad wolf the most and then even the mayor uh who was really interesting to the uh, okay i'm gonna get a little bit a little bit back into the critique but i felt like not to spoil anything but I felt like they focused on shipping the bad wolf with the mayor of the movie a little bit too hard I mean, it was super obvious, and I guess, you know, there's nothing saying they can't get along in the end, but it was like, oh my gosh, yeah, they're shipping them from the very beginning, and they're gonna end happily ever after, and that's kind of what happened, so, uh, yeah, take that for what you will, but I felt like, oh god, like, this is gonna give the fandom so much to work with here, and it's just an absolute, like, fuel to the fire type of situation, so expect more art of that. <laughs> <coughs> Okay, so that was the bad guys, and I, um, uh, okay, I, I really want to talk about the studio, and I'm really excited to share so much about it, but it, it's like only 2% more to refine, and I don't know if I should jump the gun and just make the update video about it, um, before, like, touching up the loose ends of the room. I have the bulk of my stuff in there, it's all organized on my new, uh, standing desk. I have all of my art books on a shelf that I moved into the room, and everything is set up to just start getting commissions done again. So, uh, you know what, I think I'm just gonna do it anyway. Uh, the last few things that I can touch up and mention in, in the update video will be that I have to hang some drapes, I have to do a little bit of paint uh, touching up around the door trims, and uh, tacking down the carpet on the steps of the room. But other than that, maybe a little bit of uh, sound paneling it here and there just for the reverb because i noticed i was doing a little test recording last night in the studio and there was some pretty big reverb coming from the ceiling because it's totally flat and not uh, uh sound treated whatsoever so as i was talking into the microphone the my voice was bouncing off the ceiling and i could hear it hitting back into the microphone so i'll try to tweak maybe some recording settings to adapt for that but there's only so much you can do even in post-edit, that I should just treat it and not have to deal with it in the future. Um, I mean, for crying out loud, I am just recording on my iPad here. So when I'm not at home, this is the go-to and it's enough. And I feel like just for listening to a podcast, you know, with your AirPods or whatever, or even through YouTube on, you know, a decent 
pair of speakers is not going to be totally cringy or potato quality. It's good enough that you'll be able to hear what I'm saying and I'll even post edit to just make sure that it's clear enough to just hear the points coming across. Uh, so that's that. Um, I'm super happy with how everything came out and I still again have to reiterate I can't thank my family enough. Uh, my boyfriend, my mom, super duper awesome superheroes of my life right now and it couldn't have been done without them so lots of love and lots of appreciation uh all around um this is like a career kind of pivoting moment because i have a full dedicated space in in the universe that's just my own and i i can let my brain just just happily just be comfortable in there uh and not have to like worry about it being too loud around me or not not feeling comfortable like uncomfortable overall because i think when a lot of people want to do their best work they often tailor their environments to themselves so they can just not worry about any other obstacles and just focus on the creative aspects or the the critical uh thinking moments and having the eureka the eureka moments in their lives to push their uh i guess what you would call their creative passions forward their their whatever productivity forward <laughs> that's just what i want to do so yeah big step in, the, in my life and i'm very happy that i've reached this point in my life with all of my friends and family and uh just with the way my personal career is going so i couldn't be happier okay so totally flipping the script here and i want to reiterate before i get into this next topic but this is an 18 plus uh account channel all of my affiliates basically are not tailored to any younger audiences that are below 18. So just to be totally blunt and frank about that, I wanted to say that because also, of course, I want to kind of cover topics that may be trending, may be controversial, and adult and lewd in nature. So this next one, and I do, by, by the way, I think I mark all the episodes as, as explicit, and on YouTube, I put not for children, so that's the best I can do. Uh, so including this warning, if you want to click off now, please do. Um, but yeah, in the community though, there is some kind of drama stirring with uh, a certain uh, furry and kind of well-known green fursuiter. Uh, I won't say who, just for the sake of all privacy and I don't really take sides in any of these situations, but uh, they were pretty known for coming on pizza before and, <laughs> you know, that's fine. That's literally like a kink or whatever and I know people do it, so that's cool. And for the most part too like this is what a social platform can do it can let people share things that may be private or should be private but they're going to share it anyway and it gets a whole lot of attention and that's good I, I i like people being able to be comfortable and share themselves like we can it's also just super weird that we can do that in a super public way now more than ever in the history of humanity but uh yeah what came up was um so this particular furry is very out in the open and likes to just be kind of frank and blunt and just, you know, attention grabby. I don't hold anybody against for wanting some attention. It's nice. It's it's fun and you can play with that. Uh, there was recently a group telegram chat, I believe, that was created to support a, ca a cancer foundation. And I think that that 
on the surface is really spectacular and I, and I didn't think much of it. It's specifically for uh, testicular cancer. So the campaign was made, I believe it was hosted by this furry, if not now, soon to be. Uh, I don't know at what con, I won't say or really look into it, but uh, they're gonna host a basically an orgy and this orgy is going to basically be a charity fundraiser so that they can raise money by coming on stuff and overall uh donate money to a good cause and again super super surface level that sounds great but i was looking to more more into the specifics of what that entails and for a charity to for one want to be sponsored from i believe they have some terms of service or some guidelines for what they want to support and how they want their money to be raised uh again when it comes down to i think just a nominal donation going to a group money is just money and it's good that a foundation doing good in the world gets more money and i want to be clear about that but for <laughs> there was some recent news that came up that the charity founder not the charity itself like the person raising the money the furry in this case but the actual group that they plan on donating to i think the head of that testicular cancer group said that they don't condone the way that they're raising this th these charity funds so how does one sort of hash that out morally is this good i don't think that on the the most part that this should be promoted because it, it is promoting in a sense a way of possibly spreading STDs. I don't know how safe they're being. I mean, if you're exchanging fluids, that's kind of just out in the open and I hope nobody, you know, puts themselves in a hazardous situation. Uh, and I don't know how thoroughly they're gonna go through with this. Like a lot of people were speculating, how are they gonna acquire the funds and then donate it and then making sure that that's secure, it's not gonna be embezzled and you just go down this whole rabbit hole of drama and speculation and i think it is wise to at least be curious and be critical of how people are acting around in our community uh, for and by our community because if something does go awry something can spin out of control and then now maybe that convention is shut down where these people were hosting such an event um that is i think on the wild end of me being overly cautious and overall just worrying about how a massive group of people could be, you know, like uh, hindered from enjoying a convention experience where it is for the most part, just a wild, safe, kind of kooky place for furries to interact. And and this is where sort of another contingent comes that comes in my mind that like I'm sort of on the fence about where it's like, keep furry weird because it's gonna keep the corporate bullshit out of the way. You're not going to have brands and stuff coming into the fandom to, to capitalize on whatever fantasies or kinks that we have or, you know, even furry movies or whatever uh, to that extent. We are weird, queer, straight, gay, literally anything under the sun and creative and, and kooky. So keep it that way. And in this way, it, it is weird that this event is going to happen or maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but... It is a thing where I'm like, this is weird. Okay, should it be harming people? No. But should it be cancelled because it's freaking weird and crazy? I, I'm not entirely sure. I just want people to be safe. And I want the people involved and this charity in this case that's involved, <laughs> sort of not voluntary, voluntarily condoning this, uh, should be also respected. So if they do raise the funds, 
maybe i don't know i try to not be so logan paul about this type of situation i seen <laughs> i'm totally ripping that off from somebody who commented on the situation logan paul <laughs> oh my god in uh freaking hell a woo speech kills me every time i freaking see it but yeah that's sort of just the craziness that's been going on in terms of like furry twitter and the shit posts are going crazy about that so i figured i'd bring that up it's a bit of a uh, drama and i don't personally i wouldn't personally attend this and i just hope that for whoever's involved they're safe and maybe in the end it's kind of a big joke but i really hope that they do raise money for good causes because the furry community is exceptionally well at that we thrive in just throwing massive amounts of money at good causes, wildlife causes, cancer treatment places. A whole lot of good does come out of the conventions, and I hope that that's a message that's always been maintained through when these conventions start and finish, and then our plan for the next time that the hotel can feel comfortable with these conventions so that more people can have fun and just a great time. So that's all that I really care about or give a damn about in the end. So I hope that that is that and it goes well. Okay, so this is a, this is a little another snippet. Um, so I think it's just been... I think the deal just happened like a day or two ago where Elon Musk did acquire Twitter. Uh, I guess that's pretty big news. So all that really means is that the Twitter as a company is going from a public uh company to a privately owned one and i guess that means that uh they don't have to appeal to investors as much to raise capital to generate more wealth so i guess that's pretty good um i don't i seen a lot of drama too about the way that people have been sort of picking sides about like well of course shitting on an, a, a billionaire or whatever of course buying a public uh platform that Nobody really seems to be, uh, I suppose, I suppose everyone seems to be kind of divisive about how free speech is handled and how one person can't just own it and then that makes every wrong a right. Um, but for the most part, uh, I guess that's all kind of superfluous because we have to wait and see what actually happens. Uh, I have a vested interest in this, like, only because I would say my partial living is coming from Twitter. Most of my audience and most of the people I'm able to engage with through the community and just with my art and content as a whole is through my ability to share my work through Twitter. Uh, I, do I don't really develop myself on any other platform besides here and maybe some content, specifically videos on YouTube. So I have to say like, yeah, I do owe a lot of my uh, ability to reach out to people to Twitter. Uh, so I, I, I'm always like kind of cautiously curious about how this is going to happen. And if I don't see anything wrong happening in the future, then I guess that's okay. Uh, I'll definitely bring up if something changes that I personally notice that's affecting me on a very personal level with my ability to communicate out there. Uh, I know that it is very hard to get a grasp on what it means to have free speech, to have people who are saying negative things or very critical critiques of people, uh, famous or not, I don't really care. The, the way that we handle discourse is the, is the 
main concern. Uh, I think you can have a lot of behavior that is that is free in nature that could be dealt with just with words. Like conversations are super critical, and it's the way we can hash things out and come to conclusions without being totally violent or physical in any way that harms people and their way of you know being healthy. Uh, mentally or physically it, it's it's so difficult to grasp that on so many levels and i'm super naive when it comes to that but i just hope that uh everyone can have the ability to still uh send out their thoughts and then have critiques on those thoughts good or bad because if you can't listen to somebody uh you don't have to read or stay on the platform you have the choice to go somewhere else um i i in fact uh want to encourage other platforms to try and be better than Twitter anyway. Um, but it just so happens that that's my little nook on the internet. And for this community and the widespread audience that uses Twitter, uh, we just need to accept that people need to hear arguments. Uh, you need pushback in order to grow. I think that's very vital. If if you're only in your, your echo chambers or your bubbles, only in encouraging what you want to hear, even though that sounds like positive reinforcement, that could be just as detrimental as somebody, you know, giving you a misnomer or insulting you. Uh, it, it's so hard to balance the way that people have been thinking about, like, the way that previous ownership of Twitter has been, where they censor people from speaking freely because it might break some TOS, the terms of service, where it they feel that it's their opinion to censor you based off your tweets that may or may not be inciting malicious behavior. And that is to say that they're encouraging people to group or band together to cause some kind of negative change. Uh, and that's all still very possible. And I think that we have the freedom to explore that and that's what we're going through now. Uh, it's really interesting just to see how see how this will play out and I have no bets on anything because it, I don't know what's the point I just want to be flexible and try to work with the people that I care about in my life personally and with my audience to to just better understand what's happening around us uh, I don't know if it, 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 it's so weird to tackle this kind of topic because for one it's interesting but it feels so vague at the same time that whatever i'm saying kind of sounds like a non sequitur so uh yeah that the uh, freaking thanks elon musk for uh trying to keep the peace and trying to you know like do some right in the world i don't I don't know if he's entirely right about doing this, but uh, he, he's definitely a person in a unique seat in the world with his ability to freaking buy a whole social media platform. Um, but from what I've heard, this is my own anecdotal opinion, um, from like the conversations I've heard around the topic and from listening to Mr. Musk in different, you know, like podcasts and interviews, he seems like an okay dude. Uh, I I think that he's well reasoned morally. Um, so I I don't know a whole lot of negative things that he's done. Um, and it, it's not my place to pick a side again. But uh, I I really hope that Twitter is still a place that I can reach out to people in my community and engage with people, like and share content that I like, and then reciprocate in that way with just strangers. I mean, it sounds kind of weird like that, but uh, I think that we can still do that civilly, and that's all that I hope for. Uh, we're coming up on about a half an hour here or so, so I think uh, with that, 
we'll call this a nice short and sweet episode. Uh, I'm really interested to hear and engage with anybody about like an opinion about anything that I've mentioned or whatever. It could be even sort of a personal question. I just really like engaging and figuring out like how to better improve my opinions about stuff or just like, I don't know, shooting the shit. That's, that's still pretty fun too. So uh, I hope you guys have a good day. Thanks for your time for listening and uh, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.